प्लानिंग मे नॉट हेल्प यू सो मच जस्ट लिसन टू योर इनर वॉइस टॉक टू योर सेल्फ Hi everyone, welcome back to Journey in Color. Today, I'm going to be talking to one of my biggest role models, who is a senior manager at Ernst & Young and also a mom to three beautiful children. Thank you so much, Kamali Behel and my mom for talking to me today. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> so, mama, why don't we just start off with what kind of person were you in high school, you know? um were you super studious or were you more into like sports and things like that and in high school did you think you would achieve the success that you have today yeah it's um nice journey question <laughs> so high school back in india i was raised i was um the youngest third daughter was raised um very nicely uh with my parents um i was given the best education from a schooling side um in a private public school um and i was a person who had a lot of pressure from academic as as all indians uh, you can see was be having and i had two elder sisters and a lot of pressure coming that way that they are doing this uh, roles they are behaving this way they are going in these technical roles you also have to you know establish yourselves looking all that background yes i had um you know all that thought process and mind going in my mindset that um brought me as a very um you cannot say very studious but yes i was very focused academically um at the same time when i used to um have fun when i say meaning of fun is very different from hair till when i in my time meaning of fun in my time was wearing good dresses going out with shopping with mom ha- eating golgappas um and you know playing with your friends in uh, not a backyard there was no there is no backyard in india so playing uh, in in the front lawn shared by the community yeah so that that's pretty much mm-hmm. do you think you did well in high school you know were you someone that scored well oh no you know the tragic story of my academic career in my life was that i had to put in lot of effort uh, to get what i need to but still i didn't reach that goal um where i need to put the effort and what i get results i used to get um so i had to you know struggle a lot and the primary reason could be you know my parents i had a i am like um you know 15 years younger from my eldest uh, sister so there was a huge generation gap and you can very well understand now um you are uh, 6 17 and virat is one <laughs> there's a big generation gap same here but I am uh, in US and pretty much open to all all standards but my parents were in from 1960s so you can understand their their thought process and and the gap they had so to your point yes um I had so they couldn't understand the technology the the new um you know things coming up although my mom uh, was a principal in india uh, my dad was in parliament rajya sabha uh, and he was a senior editor so education wise there was no problem but the, the thought process of understanding where i want to go what subjects i want to take there was a gap there 
so i had to struggle a lot because i had to take whatever my parents used to say and maybe that's not um, you know my success uh, in high school um but yeah i was a medical student in my high school i used to i took bio why because i hated computer science um and it was the first i think class of computer science in high school when we had so so i didn't like non med so i just took bio and in bio i was always scared of cutting the rats who used to pop up in my <laughs> medical class but, but but at the same time um you know i did what i could best not not a very high scorer very average student mm-hmm. i think you know a lot of people are faced with some failures in high school and you know oftentimes it can bring their mindset to become that you know they won't really get anywhere in life and that's sort of the end for them So after maybe not doing so well in high school after not achieving the success that maybe you had envisioned um how did you bring yourself back up in college and throughout your career I guess mm. You know um there's always a, a saying that you you whatever you do you do it full with full heart and forget about the results so I always had that thought um I was very persistent in what I used to do not getting the grades it's a very you know very one dimensional structure in india like grades or marks or uh, you know rank when you come in corporate so if i didn't get that i never i felt very disheartened i used to cry i used to but then i used to again come back to my books again come back to so the persistency i see think was the the, the main thing that carried me long way um my high school marks didn't bother me i went in a college in india which is delhi university not a very prestigious college in delhi university very average college because i couldn't get the best marks in my 12th grade uh, but i got the right course um needed with physics chemistry maths and i topped in my college which is undergrad which you say in my batch not the entire university but i got very decent score there because of my persistence 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 and kept on people you know my friends used to say i have never seen such a hard working person after so many failures come back to again the same board drawing board back again board so that that's my pretty much story a very very average layman child who had that thought and envision to become something who she didn't know what to become <laughs> just the parents were carving some directions and she was trying to find out where she want to go from that direction a pivot um, but she always had a faith in what her parents are thinking and a faith in our you know our spiritual practices so that that took me a long way you know um, our gurus uh, brought lot of um, you know um, good thought process and also give give me right faith to think through Yeah, I think a lot of the spiritual practices that we follow, a lot of that has to do with doing the effort and always working really hard and pushing yourself but not expecting results. And that, you know, I I guess a young age at in high school and things like that, it's hard to understand and it's hard to sort of process that information, but as you mature, you realize that you have to put in the work and sometimes results will come and other times it won't but like you said eventually you know your hard work will fruit in some sort of results right oh yeah my my masters i got through a very prestigious college in um 
um, you know masters of computer applications in thapar university in india those who are aware of northern india it's a very prestigious co- private college with great uh, campus placements so i had to <clears throat> compete with uh, the first batch of mca which is master of computer application which had practically 60 seats and out of which i was um, delhi had only 15 seats left because of the quota and everything so i had cleared that entrance i went to that college but in the college again my struggle never ended you know uh, people had come in mca with already doing the course uh, they already done computer science bachelors they have done computer science masters and they came in there they done the course so they used to practically just sit in the class and you know have fun and i used to struggle in the lab making computer you know i hated computer science i didn't know how how i landed in there it was just all divine you know i just put my intention i want to do something good maybe universe listen to those intentions and i kept working and working and then i a path was created for me so not everything is planned very well and you achieve them so my story is that plan lot of planning uh, will not always take you where you want to go it doesn't mean that you should not plan you should always plan but too much planning is also not sometimes you know necessary mm-hmm. so i ended in thapar i got my first job uh, with satyam computers campus placement um uh, so it was a good placement but then another tragic story 2001 um there was dot com blow down in us so dot the there was a big recession in us that resulted impacted us as well um and my personal life i got married the same time of my convocation i couldn't establish myself in my career um because i got married um and then i had you very early my first baby again unplanned so all these personal professional lives they kept bugging me all the time but um my thought process that i am not a woman no i am not a girl who has who was born because my father had inculcated some core values that especially women they need to achieve their position in this in this society i'm coming from india where there is lots lot of discrimination between a gender right so i wanted to have a very nice financial you know position that i can be independent so since after marriage i couldn't get my best job coming from the best college but because of slow down i left the i had no experience and i didn't had any best you know experience and job um so i struggled a bit in that one year but again my persistence that i told you coming back to the same point my you know the urge to achieve something kept me on i with you um, you know coming in my life as a one year baby i used to keep still studying thinking what's the new technology java j2e server ejb servlets keep even though i didn't had any interest for it but my only thought was doesn't matter interest on one side let me just focus on the market the need and where i want to be if i establish myself maybe i can jump wherever my interest may be sometime right so yeah that paid off and i got through tata consultancy um best um you know it company in india till today um and i got campus play i got placed there uh but again you know there there's stars there are other things you being with me as a one year baby they placed me in some different location and if i say no to them the irony of the situation is 
I have no job after I passed out from college. I said no to my campus placement. There is IT recession, and after one year, I got a job with the best IT company. And I have to say no, then my career is gone, man. I'll be nowhere. Um, and I had lot of pressure personally from my spouse as well to establish myself. So he was supporting me that I should establish myself. So that was in a way good. So that resulted in me moving away from. Uh, my daughter and my husband to a different city, which is Mumbai, where my company said you need to go for some time. And my husband in ba- um, Hyderabad, and my one-year-old in Delhi. So this we got all separated because of my career. But that investment for six months, and then I came back as a transfer, changed my life. You know, after that, I've never looked back. Um, as I worked through TCS, I learned a lot. I built my leadership skills built my communication uh built my technical skills when i say computer science you know this is not just computer science when we work in this it organization there's so much to explore the 10 different dimensions i could explore but computer science is not just it was just a start to enter and pivot myself so sometimes the lines you choose the medicine the engineering the law it may not be just thinking that you just have to do that one thing you may can pivot 10 different things even if you do that so that's that's yeah it. for sure i think you know a lot of you establishing yourself at least for me what i saw was in america obviously when i grew up a little more and it was when you had your second child my sister lavanya and you had to quit your job at the time because of visa issues right oh yeah the struggle never ends so when i came to us there was immigration you can understand those people who are this is a country for immigrants right so 80 50% people are immigrants coming from all over the world so especially for indian community or people from india the the immigration queue is very slow deliberately because a lot of people come and they have to manage the queue so uh, we were i was on l1b visa where means that i cannot change my company in us if i have to change i have to go back to india else i have to come on h1b which means i have to change my employer and go back again to sign what i have to do my formalities with original employer and then come back again a big process so so that uh, created lot of pressure and there was no green card that time tcs used to do for us so i had my 6 expi- years in us working was getting expired my spouse green card has not activated to a stage where i could work so i had to voluntarily resign you know voluntary resignation is the hardest part that i don't know if anyone has observed who is listening to this ipodcast their mother their father their sisters um but it's a very painful experience where you just have to resign because you don't have an immigration you are doing awesome you are doing great in your work you have a huge experience and you have to sit at home because of the immigration that was a painful experience and then you don't know for how long there is indefinite um, you know ending but then i again my persistence never ended i kept looking at the market what's coming up latest what's the latest technology in based on my experience the new software i kept reading through um so that i am in touch with the latest technology yeah i think the hardest part about immigration even for me you know 
um, was just the uncertainty of not knowing when it's going to get better, right? It's easy to have something and then say, okay, well, it's getting better in a few months and a few years. But with things like immigration, it's so uncertain. And during that time when she had to leave her job, you also started a business, right? Can you oh, talk yeah. about a little bit about your business? Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so, so that business came again from my some sort of my genetic parental um, leeway. My mom is coming from business class family. And I always thought to take more challenges and risks in my life. I'm not a coward person who thinks, oh, you know, let's do some calculated thing. At that time also, I thought we have enough money, you know, let's invest somewhere. Let's do something. Uh, even on this visa, I could I could do business, not work, where I could do a non-profit type of a business, where I cannot have profits. But so... so one of my spouse friend came into picture who exposed us to you know and franchise educational business where I thought I have a younger baby I can help him but that business was more of you know brain o brain and educational franchise that you open and my part was being a partner in that not just a franchise but to change to develop four to six franchises from the start doing sales marketing operations um, establish everything and then worrying about your cash every month <laughs> to break even um, with so much of hard work Monday to Sunday. But I never looked back. I thought I'll give my 100% to it in spite of my home responsibilities, my young baby, um, my husband's pressure of because we had to spend more than a lot of, lot of money. I will not quote the amount, but huge amount of chunk had gone in this. So I had a lot of financial pressure that I am bringing this into. Um, I did pretty well, I think, in that business where I stood um, a franchise of my own from zero to 50 students in a year's time and then stood three more, bought three more franchises. Um, we did a, a contest in JP Stephen where 300 people came. I sold at the same time, did a conference amongst those, convinced them. And my part was that I need to do something ethical no cheating business is business is something that i want to do with ethics and that basically got some controversy with my partner and you know i had to step back um but that time some things changed in my stars my um you know universal uh, thought process as i said and i got some h4ead where obama gave that and with that i got a break with ernst and young um, and that break was Anson Young was based on my entrepreneur experience with mine's, um, you know, this franchise education and how I set up the entire education. Um, yeah, and that journey with um, and believe me, I had no experience with management consulting. So EY is even though an audit organization I got into in their advisory, IT advisory based on my IT experience here in US past 10 years. However, they do very focused management consulting, which I had not done in the past 10 years. Um, very uh, skilled, focused skills uh, with executives, with C-suite, um, um, you know, ex-executives and, you know, CEOs, CIFOs, where I had not worked in the past. Um, and I learned it all on the job. Uh, I never gave them a, a clinch that I don't know some things that I'm trying to learn on the job um, with our home getting constructed you know you remember oh uh, yeah it was such a tough time I think 
And, you know, EY is not an easy company to get into, especially when you don't have experience. I think the biggest part of a lot of these corporate jobs is that you need experience. They're always looking for experience on resumes. What was the interview process like? You know, were you nervous? How did you get through it? And I guess, you know, how did you get into EY? So getting into EY is all a combined effort. I would never say a credit goes to me alone getting into EY. And my experience, just to correct, I had 10 years of my strong IT experience in here. But I didn't have a very focused experience that they were thinking about management consulting, right? So, but I had a great sales experience which they were looking for in my business. Now, getting into EY, um, for the people who are listening and want to come into any such organizations of big four in in this type of a career or similar to that i would just say two cents um never always think about from within yourself what your heart says um keep talking to yourself uh never stop that yes you can do it yes you can do it and that mantra the urge to achieve more got me in seriously i'm just telling you that urge and the passion I just wanted to fulfill my dreams of, you know, achieving and great working in a great organization with great work. Money comes on its own. So I'm not talking about that, but great work experience, um, great work life balance experience, an opportunity to work with so diverse people coming from all the backgrounds um, and yet taking care of your family so that my whole family contributed to me coming into EY. My spouse helped me train into that. We did a lot of TED Talks before the interviews. We watched the TED Talks. On the walk at the night, we just talk about it. My kids, um, you contributed a lot in terms of, you know, always be, yes, mama, you can do it. Always making my confidence. My younger one also helped me in terms of not troubling me much. And while I was in the interview, I know you guys were praying for me. So all this contributes to your success. Your own family is your strongest pillar that takes you where you want to be. So never leave your family or think through that. No, uh, he or my parents told me to go in this direction. I'm going in this direction. So it's all collective. It's all collective. I'm, I'm just, just talking about that. But yeah. Uh, the interview process was very very strenuous there were eight rounds of interview in the same day starting from 9 a.m till 2 p.m um where uh, from uh, the partner the executive directors the senior managers the managers um all sort of people came individually and then there was a collective round table interview as well they were poking my skills of sales, poking my skills of technical uh, ability, poking my skills of uh, people and leadership management. Um, also giving me scenarios and case studies of cases, how I could manage them better. So it was just on the spot after so much of, you know, due diligence. And I had some working experience here. So I think we pulled, all of us, I would say, as a whole family, we pulled it apart. And it was a blast, man. I never have heard that EY, like these big four organizations, they take very slow process to confirm because there are eight levels of, um, you know, approvals to your offer letter. Partner, senior partner, at whatever rank. So when I came back on the same day, before I arrived home, I checked my phone and I got an email from an HR saying you did an 
really well interview and please hold on for the next stage which gave me a very positive um, thought process that i think something going in the positive direction which is not always the case so i i think that we all did a good job not i we all did a good job and i entered as a manager level which is not uh, a manager in any industry comparatively big four managers um, are pretty senior level directors in any industry so so ranking was um, i would not say that you can quote and quote so that that gave me lot of confidence that i can really do well and um and then in ey i was always rated you know the best awards and you know all that stories right so then i got promoted last year and everything so it's a good good uh, journey from where i started as a high school average uh, girl struggling for marks and grades and thinking in one direction and here i'm doing a business i'm going in big four in us even though i had no immigration man i was just h4 ead they hired me it was a big big miracle i would say so nothing of my own um, but credit to all of Uh, my friends families my well wishers who helped me get through that mm-hmm. um and i think i want to contribute back to the society now i want to give back to the people who don't have jobs who are struggling in this pandemic and i want to help them and refer them as much as possible based on the related work they have done in whatever i can do so that's what mm-hmm. yeah thank you so much Um definitely of course anything that happens in life is a combination of different um circumstances but I have to say my mom is being humble and she she really worked her butt off to get that you know EY um position I guess and of course get promoted in a few years and what advice would you have for you know someone who's maybe young and they are are looking to do well in their life but they don't know like sort of what direction to go in Yeah it's a good question for all my youngsters. So direction again I said planning may not help you so much um just listen to your inner voice. Um talk to yourself. Um listen to a lot of TED talks. I think that will also help you to think in the direction of what you want to do. Um whatever direction or whatever feeling you have whether you want to go in a tech line you are not confused with the medicine you are confused with the law you are confused with any other line. just try to uh, you know do contemplation i would say listen to your heart and write down as much as you write down i think the thoughts get clear um and when it gets cleared and even though they are ambiguous it's very normal there's no problem ambiguous thoughts also are are welcome but the goal is that don't get disheartened by that you don't know where you want to go your lines your thought process will get clear as you move on just jump into whatever comes in front of you and then as you are in the process you will figure out where you want to go mhm yeah for sure thank you i'm getting like a little personal counseling session from this podcast um but my last question for you is what is the one thing that differentiated maybe you from someone else um that you really attribute to your success you know the youngsters who might be listening they may be thinking um may not may be able to relate to this but i would still say because this is the truth of life that uh, has changed my life so my spiritual practices um 
and my spiritual well-being has attributed to my success of hard work hard work everyone does but the results of that not everyone gets so the results of that hard work have come to me because of my spiritual practices mm when you say spiritual practices can you go a little bit deeper and talk about what practices maybe for someone who's not very religious yeah. you know who doesn't have a religious background like what are you talking in terms of spirituality maybe how can they get into it yeah i'm not talking about go to any guru go to any uh, temple go to any idol worship don't do that um if you are not into it until unless your heart says don't do that but what i'm saying is our country is rich in their um, you know vedas our our culture our culture is very deep and rich and we cannot ignore it just because we come to this country and say all that is bullshit right so that culture and that thing when you if you want to relate yourself just relate to those those uh, scriptures relate to those deep culture of rama of lord rama who came to in this country with all that that's truth there's nothing that so i would say just um do some sort of um meditation um do some sort of breathing um deep breathing exercises uh, shri shri ravi shankar has lot of podcasts and lot of um youtube videos of youngsters who talk about how to do deep breathing and meditation and i think that will take you to the right direction yeah for sure i think you know for me it's been tough and i think i've been raised with spirituality but in the beginning i rejected it and it's hard to understand i guess growing up here and and still sort of trying to embrace your culture but starting small and just picking up a few things picking up maybe just meditating for 5 minutes every day picking up just doing a few minutes of yoga every day and then slowly i guess you know expanding your practice is huge And yeah, thank you so much mama for talking to me today and for anyone listening, thank you so much for listening. Please rate the podcast and review if you enjoyed it. And, and all the best to all my youngsters who are listening and even uh, who are not listening. So all the best to you for your next level and future. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you like the podcast, I'd love if you rated it and left a review.